Hello, welcome to Oath. I'm Tom. I'm joined by Dan. Hi, Dan. Hello. For the next half hour, we're going to chat about some new music and new films and a little bit about Bodies of Water in the UK. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good. Sorry, I just realised that airplane mode was not enabled. On your phone. That's an essential part of this preparation. So... You might have to redo that entire intro again, unless you heard any screening. I don't think I did. Good. Anyway, how have you been? Great. Well, that's good. Much better than last week when I was absolutely exhausted. Gosh, last week was a struggle. It's so funny. When I listen to the podcast back... Sounds fine. Yeah, it is fine. But also I can tell that we were flagging. Did you? I couldn't tell yeah, at all. Well, I, I think could. we're good actors. We are. What have you been up to this week? Uh, working and also not working and staying out of the rain and enjoying the rain. Yeah, I mean, it rained for the first time, I think, in probably... Five years? Yeah, maybe six weeks, yeah. seven weeks. Well, and in the south. I mean, in the yeah. north, it rains every day. You say that, but no, it doesn't. It does. But anyway, it was funny. I just went out onto my balcony, and every living thing was just breathing a sigh of I, relief. I even filmed it. Did you? Yeah. Did you get some likes on TikTok? I don't think I put it on TikTok. I think I put it on Instagram. I don't think I've ever put anything on TikTok. Okay. It's like you feel... I feel like I don't quite understand it enough to... Like, what all, the, all my TikTok feed is is old comedy stand-up essentially a like bernard manning <laughs> <laughs> he did come up i had to tell it not to okay but yeah it was like every living thing breathes a yeah. sigh of relief the plants yeah. the animals yeah the humans yeah it was great yeah i loved it I, I got caught in the rain on wednesday and i was so relieved was it on wednesday the rain no it rained on tuesday and wednesday oh mm. well anyway exciting times have you watched anything this week do you know what time i watched a film get right out of town i watched a bloody film I guess it, I was working on Sunday and then in the evening I wanted to switch off. And so I watched Netflix's, the one about the spy. The Grey Man. The Grey Man. Tell me about it. Ron Seal. It's MI5. Who's the actor in it? What's his name again? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. He's in the, he's a secret agent. I mean, you don't need to know anymore. That's exactly, it does exactly what it says on the tin. $200 million well spent. I mean... To be honest, it's the only thing I've ever complained to Netflix about. You complained about it? I didn't it. complain. Like, the quality was appalling. It was obviously broken. What do you mean? Um, it was, like, fuzzy and pixelated. Okay. So not your internet? No, because I tested other films. Okay. I've, but I've done this before, Thomas. I go through all the steps. You're a seasoned complainer. Exactly. Go through all the steps of why it wasn't working. And it just it was just the, just the quality was bad. I don't know if, because I don't have the extreme version of Netflix... The HD one. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because it's filmed for HD. It just looks a bit rubbish in normal D. Yeah. But that can't be right. They wouldn't do that, would they? No, you wouldn't have thought so. So, so anyway. You, so you took the plunge to watch a film, the first for ages, and the quality was bad. After the first act, well, for the first 20 minutes, I kept switching it off and like restarting my computer. And I was like, this is so annoying that I can't even see what's going on. And it did slightly sort itself out. But it wasn't amazing, but I don't think you needed it. It would have been good in a cinema, maybe better. But I think it's not, even though it's cost, I'm not really sure how it cost a lot of money, if I'm being really honest. Talent. Yeah, but that's what's good about it. So, Ryan Gosling. And lots of different locations. Yeah, too many probably. I think that's, they went too many places. Just stick, stick to one or two. But the other thing is, is that the actors are good and the dialogue is quite good. And I even liked uh, superhero Chris, man. Chris Evans. He's the baddie. Yeah. And he's a good baddie. He's got a moustache as well. Yeah, he has. So I know I've not watched this, but... Um, you haven't watched it? No, I haven't. I mean, it's an easy watch. It's solid, as you'd say. It's solid. Over the last few weeks, I've been saying, not been watching many films, new films. Have watched three new films this week. Did you watch Nope? Yes. 
And how was that? Or are you, are you going to tell me in a minute? Well, so, I'll tell you now. I'll tell go, you now. go. I mean, it's one of those where people haven't seen it and talking about it at length. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yet. It's very difficult to talk about it without spoiling elements of it. It was a film where I was really enamoured with moments of it. But as a whole, it didn't coalesce as a satisfying whole for me or hasn't yet. It might do at some point and I might go and watch it again. But I thought there were some visually amazing things in it. And it was one of those where about half an hour in, I just realised that I wasn't that invested in it yet, which I was surprised at because I love the actors. I love Jordan Peele. The premise should be right up my street. But as it developed, there were certain moments and set pieces that I thought were very inventive and thrilling that won me over. But as a whole, I just didn't find okay. it as that satisfying. I don't find very often a film within the first half an hour has really grabbed me. I remember it happening distinctly once. What was that film? When I went to watch Inception and I hadn't really... I would guess I'd watched The Dark Knight, but I didn't really know who Christopher Nolan was. And the first... What's the first 20 minutes? Like a dream, one of the dream sequences. Yeah. And I was like, after about 20 minutes, I was like, oh, I've got no idea what's going on here. And I am loving it. And then it becomes a bit more obvious about what's going on. And then I was like, oh, now I don't like it as much because now it's, it's explained to me. Well, that's a but bit like I don't like really nope. remember it happens. Films to me are normally like a bit slow burning. Well, Nope is one of those films where it doesn't explain everything to you. And I like being confused. Me too. Just because it's a state I'm often in. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you've just got to learn to like it if you're yeah. going to be in it a lot. It will be one of those films that I think might reveal itself more over a second viewing. It's just when I can be bothered to do that. Yeah. And actually, I, I started, well, I watched about 20 minutes of The Wire the other day from the first episode. I might carry on. I probably won't. And... Where's it set? Baltimore? Yes. And there's a guy who's a criminal and he's speaking in like a thick Baltimore accent and you can't really understand him, but there's a cop speaking to him and the cop repeats back everything he says in like boring, normal English so that the the crowd can understand or the audience can understand it. And I was just like, I'd rather just not know. That's just, that's an annoying trope. But most people like knowing what they're talking about, don't they? Unlike us. Well, with Nope, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer are such entertaining and arresting pair and it was good to see michael wincott back on screen you know guy of gisborne oh yeah and and they really play up how incredible his voice is but i just found his character a little tiny bit superfluous Hmm. but it was i'm very happy i saw it. i love ambitious big budget sci-fi and this delivered on that front good stuff what else did you watch i watched fire of love oh yeah the documentary about about volcanologists I thought this was so good. This was just filled with absolutely incredible imagery that these two people and the people who worked with them have filmed over many years on film cameras of volcanoes in close-up. Sounds just absolutely terrifying. Absolutely otherworldly parts of the world. You know, volcanoes in Zaire, volcanoes in Indonesia and America. And they get so close to them and... It was just full of arresting imagery. And Don't they wear the big suits to sort They of, do, big gold, yeah. big silver suits that... I mean, if you... Oh, just, yeah, it just makes me feel sick thinking And they're really it. fascinating characters. It genuinely was like something out of a Wes Anderson film. So, like, at times... You've got was, to be a bit mad, though, haven't you, to be Yeah, they that. were. And they, they were, like, two characters out of a Wes Anderson film. But then there were elements that were like a Christopher Nolan film, you know, oh. like... like interst- yeah. It was like the, the landscapes were, like, interstellar yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. The one thing I would say is I didn't really get a sense of why they what they were doing except just getting close to volcanoes i mean yeah do you need any more than that but like, what? the visuals are so arresting i mean i, I was... think you get any scientists that would be like i'll oh, go and measure this thing but i'll stand next to it to do it no i'll do it with a machine like yeah. it's a much better way of doing it then i, I thought I went, it was then thrilling. i won't die i thought it was thrilling definitely Good recommended stuff. on fire 
Yes. You rate it five flames out of ten. Yeah. Five um, flames out of five. I erupted with joy. Very good. Prey. Watch that. The Predator. Oh, yeah. Prequel. That's Predator on the prequel. internet, right? On Disney+. Plus. Mm. Yeah, this is rock solid. Good. The lead in it, Amber Midthunder, who plays the Comanche warrior, is so good. Like, she is going to be a massive star. Ooh. I mean, it's going to be annoying because you can already see that Marvel have probably tied her into yeah. a three-film deal. Yeah. But some really good set pieces in this as well. They, the use of the Predator, you don't see the Predator too often. It's just really sleek and right. lean and some very good moments. Well, one of the other things my TikTok feed has got is Predator because I like that film and it like behind the scenes footage from the 80s film and other Predator stuff. I think it had some clips of the current one. And it's like an animatronic, not animatronic, it's someone in like a suit, but yeah, the face is. is like animatronic yeah. and it looked amazing. It does look good. So it, I mean, the Predator's great in it. And it's been really great on social media this week. All the old actors from the original Predator, so like Bill Duke and Jesse oh, Ventura. That'll be why they're coming up on the old internet Tweeting feeds. about how much they loved Prey. Oh, okay, cool. I also watched an episode of Bluey. you still watching Bluey? Well, I mean, there's a million episodes. Well, so. last year week, Chris recommended four, his four favourites. So I watched Sleepyhead. Okay, and, how and was it's that? And it's nine minutes of magic. Bingo, Bluey's sister, can't sleep. They read her a book before bed that's all about space. And then when she's dreaming, she's just imagining she's in space, but interacting with all the things around her, like her family and stuff. And it's just incredibly charming. Good. Yeah, definitely my favourite Bluey episode so far. Very exciting. Something else I'm enjoying this week. Yeah. Summer fruits. Just the fruits? Just the fruits. I mean, I don't know if it's a consequence of the heat wave. Well, I don't know if that's a... I've eaten some delicious blackberries this week. Oh, I've been eating summer fruits... I have them with my breakfast every day. Yeah, me too. God, I love them. Yeah. Well, sometimes the red, like at the moment I'm getting a frozen batch, you know, and you just pick them out in the morning, bung them in your cereal. But the red currants quite overpowering, aren't they? Mm-hmm. It's like eating a red forest gatto, but on your breakfast. I'd rather just the raspberries and the blueberries, but you can't buy them frozen. So you have to go for the whole mix. I've been having blackberries, strawberries. I had a couple, some, pe- season. some peaches season. this week that were heavenly. If there's anyone out there that knows good black blackberry picking spots, Let's go and get them now because people are out there on their stepladders yeah. hoovering them up. Should we talk about last week's music? Why not? Megan the Stallion? Yeah. Traumazine? Yeah. Did you listen to it? No. Okay. Did you? Yeah. Do you want to just talk about something else instead? Well, I liked it. All right. I liked it. She's playing Electric Picnic in Ireland next weekend. Well, what I will say about it is over 17 songs, I think it's 17 songs, you know, the propulsive bass lines can get a bit samey for me. But like in small doses, I just find it quite thrilling. I love her delivery and she's so funny. She is funny. She's so funny. And I love what she's singing about. I mean, it's naughty. It's naughty. Yeah, I was going to say, is it all very clean? Sort of? No, not at all. Yeah, I bet uh, it's it's not. very funny, though. I just listen. I'm just like laughing at the audacity of it. It's very good. And she's got such incredible delivery. Mm, yeah. Well, Nicki Minaj's new song, which is along a single, similar line, is very naughty. But luckily, throughout this album, there's a couple of moments which are kind of like pop nuggets. So Sweetest Pie with Dua Lipa, which was the first single, is not like anything else on the album. But there's a song called Scary that starts with a theremin. Oh, wow. And it's, um, I think it's a theremin, or it could be an Ondas Martinot. Ons Martineau. Yeah, one of those, whatever, however you say it. And it feels a bit like a Scooby-Doo song, you know, but it's, and it's called Scary. And it's with Rico Nasty. Okay. Yeah, I liked a lot of it just propulsive bass lines that really get you going and then she's just being witty and funny and erudite over the top of it okay so anyway megan the stallion mango feedback by fortet yep yeah i like this one a lot yep don't know what instrument is over the top of this one either. no idea. is it like a dulcimer no, or something? i don't know 
I don't know. But anyway, he makes it sound natural and organic, like it's not programmed, even though it probably is. Like a mango. Yeah, I love mangoes. All of the fruits are good, though, aren't they? Yeah, it's a bad one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's burning. Felt like this was like a Bond movie song. All right. That's exactly, it was like moody and brooding and, yeah, liked it a lot. And then Lato BBE. Yeah. After you, I mean, this wasn't really on last week's list, but we no. spoke about it anyway. I feel like if you take that sample from Genius of Love or mm-hmm. Fantasy and put a beat behind it, you can't fail to make an entertaining song. Well, I actually watched an interview with Tina Weymouth and Chris France, who are the people from Talking Heads who were in Tom Tom Club, mm-hmm. and they wrote it. And they talked about they get requests for it to be sampled all the time. Like it's been on so many songs that you maybe not know, like loads of rap songs. And they said they've only ever turned down one request because they're just like, people love it. So we'll just let them have it. It does sound great. I just feel like there's, if that's the basis of your song, and even if you started with DJ Khaled announcing his arrival, yeah. it's still good. Yeah. No, but that's what I mean. When I first heard the lineup, I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this. And then I was like, three weeks later, bang into it. BB Energy remix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, by Lato. Some good songs last week. Yeah. So it was a good week last week. So the correction section is pretty pretty punchy this week. Mm, is it going to be about lakes? There, there's a bit. We'll come to that. I didn't want to look it up because I thought I was just so wrong. Like, I mean, hopefully my stepdad wasn't listening. Otherwise, he'd chastise me. So the town in Cornwall. We'll start oh, with this. Okay, we'll start with that. The, well, the, the only one I had in my head was Mausel, but it's not Mausel. No, it's not Mausel. I like Mausel because it's spelt mouse hole, Correct. isn't it? Yeah, so the town in Cornwall that is the location for Doc Martin and Fisherman's Oh, I remembered Port somewhere isaac poor isaac yeah. yes so that's the town in that you've been to yeah so i'd say get down there but don't because it's everyone full else up, is there. F- absolutely full up and the fisherman's friends did play glastonbury oh good in 2011 for good for them so so anyway let's talk about bodies of water in the uk all right then so you were remarkably fast accurate button although is, you the fast forward button is down the bottom yeah, for yeah just press if you're on the radio forward unlucky. 30 seconds yeah so Loch Mora Correct. is the deepest freshwater body in the British Isles ah. with a maximum depth of 310 metres. That's insane. Loch Ness is the largest body of water. Yeah, and contains nearly double the amount of water in all the lakes of England and Wales combined. Wow. Mad, huh? And then the largest water body in the UK by area. Surface area. Yep. You knew this one. Loch Ness. Yep. In Northern Ireland. Correct. Amazing lock facts, Dan. Yeah. Lake facts. And also the free diver, Arno Gerald, who broke yes. the diving record, did dive to 120 metres and it took three minutes, 34 seconds. But I was doing some research behind this and it's confusing. Okay. So like this was only in a specific discipline. So the bifins discipline, yeah. which I think relates to what he's wearing on his feet. I think so too. Because a diver called Herbert Nitsch has dived to 214 metres. Just with his bare feet? I don't know. It's called the no limit discipline. I don't know what that means. Maybe that's jet propulsion. But anyway, he got he damaged himself by doing it, I think. I mean, again, the stand pressure. Ne- stand next there. to a volcano. Yeah. Like, you're going to get burned. So anyway. No pun intended. So big free diving facts for you there. Big free diving facts. Good water facts. Yeah. I and like the, the water. And then last week, the, other, the only other correction is that the Bob Dylan film, I'm Not There, I said it was a documentary. It is, of course, a biopic. Oh, well, we all, we all know that one, Tom. What an idiot. Idiot. What anyway. An idiot. So that's it. The unsubscribe button is down there. Yeah. If you, 
you can't even bear to listen to this idiocy. Yeah, you came for a music and film podcast and <laughs> yeah. we're just talking about bodies of water and summer fruits. Yeah. Apologies, but that's just how it goes. Yeah. So anyway, drop us a line on us, the podcast at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed something you've watched or listened to that we've not mentioned, we'd love to hear about it. So send us an email. We're still on Instagram at Listen to Oath. You can rate podcasts on Spotify. So if you're listening to Oath on Spotify and would like to rate it, please feel free. Someone else has done that this week. And before we get into the music, we have two Spotify playlists. Dan, shall we chat music? Yes. Music. So Dan, tell me about some music. So first up, Manchester's hottest new rapper. He is called H. Yes. Do you know H? Yes, I do. We ha- we spoke about a single of his with Avellino. Yeah, he's had quite a few singles. I mean, he's been up and coming for quite a, a while. And this is his big new album. And it's called Close to Home. I've heard about him a couple of times this week. You may have done. One was not so good. One was good. The good thing was he was on... Amelia's cooking show, Amelia de Moldenberg's yeah. cooking show, yeah. and I love Amelia de Moldenberg. There was an internet rumour that they were dating. Yeah, there I'm was not, for a while. I'm I think sure it was true. Yeah, I don't think it was true. I mean, not that I keep up to date with everything that Amelia de Moldenberg sure. does, but she's funny. Sure. She's very funny. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah. And she had Kiki Palmer on Chicken Shop Date last week. Kiki Palmer from Nope. Okay. Yeah, so. Good stuff. And what was the bad thing? There's an Ian Curtis mural. Yeah. In the Northern Quarter yeah, in I Manchester, and it was painted over to promote his album. Yeah. Not his fault, no, to be honest. No, it wasn't. Uh, and I'm sure they'll fix it. It's just yeah. some stupid people doing that. Someone gets a second chance to do the mural. I think there's a rule, though, in the sort of tagging world that you only paint over something or like, what do you call it? Um, graphing. You only graph over it if you don't like what's underneath it. Like it's a, like it's a disrespect thing. You're like, oh, I don't like that one. Well, quite near to us, there's a at this moment, there's a Banksy, isn't there? Is there? Yeah. Uh, and... That's been half painted over. That's going to make the world's worst joke there. What was it? I was going to say, is it next to the news agent E? <laughs> that, is, that is a bad joke. It's also quite funny and true to character. Yes. <laughs> anyway, H, close to home. Yes. So it's got loads of features on it. Who? Well, have a guess who the main big feature is on the on the song from it. Amelia de Moldenberg? No. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. Is it Julipa? No. Who's the person that's on every single song in the world? It's Ed Sheeran. Oh, Ed Sheeran. I wouldn't yeah. have got there. I wouldn't have got there, Dan. Would you not? No. Oh, well, he's on every single song in the world okay. at the moment. Lots of other features. Lots of rappers on there. I think it's called Close to Home because he's big into Manchester. I think it's about Manchester and like, you know, big up Manchester, all that sort of stuff. I love that sort of civic pride and sense of like music is the fabric of Manchester, isn't it? And you get such a sense of that when you go there as well, I feel. And I've loved, I just like listening to musicians from Manchester. Yeah. I'm less... I personally, I don't really understand that. Not about Manchester in itself, but do you call it civic pride? Yeah. I don't really have that. No, I just think like, I don't think my city's any better than anyone else's. No. Well, I don't think it's that, is it? It's just being proud of where you come from. Mm, It's a bit of that. So it's H, close to home. Anything else on that? No. So what's next? Blackpink, the K-pop band. Okay, I don't know anything by them, I don't think. I don't think you would necessarily know anything by them, but they've got a new song called Pink Venom. Okay. I don't, it sounds, and the artwork looks like it's from a superhero film, but I don't think there is a superhero called Pink Venom, is there? No, there's a superhero called Venom. Yeah, that's why I said it. They're singing solely in English. I don't know if there's a Korean version. Okay. Uh, And it sounds like, it's more like that sort of naughty's R&B, that sort of Destiny's Child, what do you call it? Spiky, is that a word? I don't know. So I know BTS. It's different to BTS. Uh, uh, Blackpink, are they a boy band? They're a female girl band. Oh, okay. Did not know that. And I will listen to this. Okay. Because I would like to be up to date in what's going on. Yes. I mean, they're one of the biggest 
bands in Korea. Are they are they breaking out over here? Yeah, I mean in America, like K-pop is huge on the internet and with the youth. Like I think it was either them or someone else did a signing in Central London. There's like queues all around the block. Was there? Yeah, kids. It's like a sort of niche thing for sort of fans over here to be into that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? What do you call it? Cult. Quite culty. Anyway. What's next? Something you wanted to mention, the Hot Chip album, which I didn't even know about, which is a big failing on my part. I thought it'd be quite good to mention that they've got a new album out. Well, I should have known that it was coming out. So thanks for pulling me up on that one. What's it called? Freak Out Release. And so I don't know what it sounds like. No, I'm guessing it sounds like Hot Chip. They've got a very distinctive sound. and And it hasn't changed that much over the years. They've got a tour coming up yeah they're doing four nights at brixton academy one of the nights they're being supported by your favorite band low island yeah yeah big shout to them good work that's a big support yeah i think it's a saturday night in september good but yeah it's hot chip freak out release if you like hot chip and i have liked some of their music in the past then you're probably going to like this a lot yeah that's it. Unless there's a... You had one you wanted to mention? Well, there was a song on my release radar last week that, that I cannot... You cannot get enough I of. I cannot get enough of it. And I, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it. It's a completely new artist for me. It's only had 25,000 plays on Spotify. 25,000? Yeah. It's, it's still all right. It's Ndithande Ndinji by DJ Mbara Asambe. Now, Asambe is hashtagged, so I don't know if I reference that when I say it. I don't know. But anyway, I don't know where it hails from. It's a bit like kind of west african dance music or yeah i don't really know i don't know but it's honestly it. it's one of the most it's just got this incredible vocal over the top of it and it's just kind of like got this rep- repetitive beat and i think it's it's the sound of the summer i'm gonna oh. go there the sound of the late summer okay yeah i'm, I, I'm not gonna say the name again but anyway i'll put it on our playlist it's my fa- one of my favorite songs of the last few months i liked it good recommendation yep so that's it should we see who's still plugging away yeah it's a short list and it's mostly people we've mentioned before so go beth orton Yep, she got a new song. I listened to it this morning. How was that? Yep, she, I, I think she. It. I think she has a tour and an album coming. She's very out. atmospheric, isn't it? Her music. I have not heard it. Ferry Corsten, remember him? Yeah, the DJ. The DJ. Liam Rhymes again. You can't fight this feeling. No. And finally, Roixop. They're always plugging away. Who aren't we they? also mentioned yeah, as well. We mentioned so as well. So that's, that's it. For not still too many away. new people, but um, there's always people plugging. There is. Shall we chat films? Why the hell not? we've talked a lot about films already because we've watched some this week it's going to be a theme isn't it going to, when the night's drawing yep uh, we definitely watch more films in winter don't we in autumn big time get those subscription services out yep so what's first a film called official competition good title what's the word when those things do that alliteration is that alliteration no alliteration is when they start with the same letter mm. what's when they sound the same like classification station rhyming rhyming yeah okay. it's called rhyming Dan. okay tell me about it so this is a Spanish film. It's about a wealthy businessman who hires a famous filmmaker to make a smash hit film. The famous filmmaker is played by Penelope Cruz, one of the actors who's... Who I haven't seen for a long time. Is she in stuff? She was in Parallel Mothers, which we spoke about in February. Okay. In January. Well, this stars Penelope Cruz, obviously, and Antonio Banderas. What a lineup! Yeah, this looks a ton of fun, and what a treat to see these two in a film together. The last time I saw them in a film together was Pedro Almodovar's Pain and Glory, which I absolutely loved. And in this, I mean, I've only watched the trailer. Penelope Cruz has incredible hair. The costumes look amazing. The locations are striking, and f- for a large part of the trailer, Penelope Cruz is flossing. Okay, you know the dance. Oh, not actually her teeth. Flossing her teeth. No, is it called flossing? 
Yeah. Yeah, so she's doing that. Good work. I just like these two doing films in Spanish. Yeah, fair enough. And can't wait to see this. It's directed by Mariano Cohn and Gaston Duprat. They've made films together before. I have seen none of them, so I can't tell you if they have a good track record. But this played at, has played at festivals. It's been well-received. And to be honest, who doesn't want to spend two hours with Penelope Cruz and Antonio Banderas in a Spanish film? Yeah, probably no one. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Good. So let's watch this. And I'll, I'm going to hopefully see it and report back next week. Good stuff. What else? Beast. Right, I've seen the trailer for this. Yeah, I know you have. I'll let you tell me about it. So this stars Idris Elba. Sure. The hook of this is Idris Elba versus an angry lion. Yep. Which I'm up for. Yeah. So what I will say is it's directed by an Icelandic filmmaker called Balthazar Kormakur, who I think has made good, watchable adventure films in the past. Yeah. So he made Everest. Mm. about the people climbing Everest. I watched that on a flight and it was the one of the most depressing films I've ever seen. And then I was on a flight for another six hours thinking I'm going to die. And what it didn't make me feel good in any way. Yeah, that was a bad choice, Dan. It was a really bad day that day. That was really, that was, I remember that day being bad, but mostly because of that film. Everest is a downer. It's definitely. a massive But it's downer. a good film. I mean, sure. But anyway, in Beast, Idris Elba plays a father who takes his two teenage daughters on a safari and they find themselves hunted by a big lion that is angry and wants to eat them or at least hurt them. Yeah. Idris Elba stars. Leah Jeffries and Ayanna Halley play his daughters. I'm worried about it because I don't want it to demonise lions. It's not like, Jaws. Yeah. Jaws didn't do a lot of good... For sharks. PR for sharks, which is still probably exists today a bit. Like they still get killed quite a lot. And I don't, I, lions need some help, man. Taking this in a direction I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's Beast. It's probably a lot of fun, though. But it really reminded me of what's that 70s film that's got like loads of wild cats in it? Raw. No, I don't, I'm not sure if it's raw. There's like a, it might be raw. No, I think, I think there's like a, there's like a, a different film which has got some people being chased by a load of. Um, I don't think it is Raw. I think it's a film that... Because Raw didn't come out, did it? No. There's a film that came out around the same time. So Raw is R-O-A-R. Yeah. If someone can help me out of what this called. One for next week's question Like Over the last 10 years, I've been trying to look up what it was. Because when I was a kid, I saw it and it scared the living daylights out of me. Okay. And like it's basically... I still quite often have dreams about being... Chased by lions. Well, being on like a safari park and all the animals have got out and I've got to get away from them. Okay. Well, it's Beast. It's in cinemas now. <laughs> we'll get onto that off mic. Sure. The Invitation. Go. This is a horror thriller. Sounds a bit horror-y. It's in cinemas. It stars Natalie Emmanuel, who you might have seen in Fast and Furious films, things like that. She plays a young woman who is courted and swept off her feet only to realise a gothic conspiracy is afoot when she meets her partner's family. Oh, no. She also stars Thomas Doherty, Alana Bowden, Hugh Skinner. There was a film a couple of years ago called Ready or Not, which is on Disney+, Plus, which is a fun horror thriller, the directors of which went on to direct the most recent Scream. This looks quite similar to that. I probably won't watch this, but if you want Fair a enough. horror thriller that's probably decent on a Friday night or Saturday night, it's The Invitation. It's in cinemas now. Good. How many more? I've got three more things to watch Keep at them home. coming then. Keep Samaritan. Coming. Don't know what this brand is. Brand new film on Amazon Prime Video now. This stars Sylvester Stallone. Does it? Yes. He Has he been in a film recently? Um, not for a while. Mm. So a young boy learns that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in fact still be around. The superhero is Sylvester Stallone. I think the young boy is played by Javon Wanna Walton. It also stars Pilou Asbake. 
It's directed by Julius Avery, who did a film called Overlord, which was a zombie, quite violent action thriller, but that was quite fun. I thought this looks like it could be a diverting two hours entertainment. And Sylvester Stallone playing an aging superhero in a re- in a slightly lower budget film, you know, because all these you don't want to just see superheroes crushing buildings constantly and stuff like no, that. I do don't you? want to see him at all. But no, anyway, <laughs> it's Samaritan. It's on Amazon Prime now. Good. What else? Licorice Pizza. This came out last year. Didn't came it? out in January. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson's film starring Alana Heim and Cooper Hoffman. Yes. It's on Amazon Prime now. Is it? Yes. It's the story of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine as they're growing up and running around the San Fernando Valley in the early 70s. It is incredibly charming. It is funny. Alana Heim and Cooper Hoffman just make an unbelievably winning pairing. Alana Heim obviously was BAFTA nominated for her performance in this. And I'm really looking forward to seeing this again. Okay. Paul Thomas Anderson's films tend to be very rewatchable. Yeah, fair enough. Finally. Finally, on Now TV Sky Cinema Now is a film called Jockey. Could be about Well, actually, anything. it's on It's on from the 28th of August, which is a Sunday. So this stars Clifton Collins Jr. and Molly Parker, and it's directed by Clint Bentley. Now, this is one of those films that is a low-key drama where an actor who doesn't usually get the spotlight and doesn't usually have a lead role gets to shine and prove that they're a brilliant actor, which you probably knew anyway, because they've been very good in supporting roles. And that's Clifton Collins Jr., who you will have seen in loads of films. But this one, he plays an aging jockey who pushes himself to win one last title with his long-term trainer. But issues on and off the race course threaten his final chance. If you want to see an understated drama with a terrific lead performance, I think this is going to be one to watch. Jockey is on Sky Cinema Now TV now. Good stuff. I need to ask you, there is something coming out I think next week, but you might have it down for next week. And it is the Game of Thrones TV series. Yeah, it is out soon. I haven't marked that down to talk about it. Well, I'm. Are you going to watch it? I'm under the impression that it comes out next Friday, aka when this podcast goes out. Have you watched Game of Thrones? I've watched a couple of episodes here and there. I've watched one episode. It's not for me. It's not for me either. There are many, 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 many. Yeah. So what's it called? Absolutely. uh, It's called Game of Thrones. Have you heard of it? No, no. The prequel. What's it called? I thought the prequel. House of the Dragon. Is it a prequel? Yeah, it's a pre. I think oh. it is. I think it is. Well, there was like a backlash, wasn't there, from fans who didn't like the last series. So I, I thought Game of Thrones is finished, but I subsequently found out that fans hated it so much that they're trying to win them over again. I think they didn't like the the final season or the final yeah. episode. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. Anyway, there's a Game of Thrones new series called House of the Dragon. Yeah. And I think The Lord of the Rings. We'll, come, we'll talk about that next week. Comes yeah, next soon week. afterwards. Yep. So, what do you call that? Fantasy? That fantasy fans? Yeah, yeah. What are they called? They are going to be in their element. They're going to be in their element. What are you doing this week? Well, maybe going to All Points East. To see? Whatever's on, can't remember. Yep. But that, I can't work, again, I can't work out the time in my head. Is that tomorrow or is that next it's week? It's today, tomorrow, next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we haven't decided if we're going, but no. maybe we will. It's on. It's on. It's if happening. We, if we haven't got anything else to do, we might go. Yeah. And that's really all I've got on my horizon. How about you? Yeah, well, that's it for me. I think I might go to Small Points East. I'm going to eat more summer fruits. I'm probably going to go to cinema. Good. So that's that. I might try and see Nope. Yeah, do it. I might go again if you want to go. See what happens. (laughs) We will, won't we? (laughs) So that's all. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Share the podcast as much as you like. Tell your friends. We'll be back next week, won't we, Dan? Yeah. Bye-bye.